Bridge of the Science podcast with your girl and Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Root of the Science podcast with your girl Anne Withany. If you are new here, welcome. Remember that you can always subscribe on Apple Podcast and leave a review there or otherwise you can tune in to wherever you listen to your podcast, be it Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, Podchaser. And if you are returning, thank you so much for coming back and tuning in. Let's get into today's episode. My guest is Mongezi Majebe from South Africa. In this episode, Mongezi tells us about his academic journey. He tells us that in high school, he always loved chemistry and was a motivation for him to pursue a degree in the subject. Mongezi opens up about his journey, which was not necessarily straight, with speed bumps along the way. In the process, he gained valuable life lessons. He's currently a final year student studying chemistry and chemical technology at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. He breaks down exactly what this degree entails as well as his future aspirations. Lastly, we learn that Mongezi is a self-proclaimed men's activist and he explains why supporting and motivating his fellow men is such an important part of who he is. Tune in as we hear about this and so much more. Gezi, welcome to the show. Um, hello. Um, thank you for having me in this show. You are so welcome. I'm glad to have you. So before we get things started, I think it's important for you to just give us a brief introduction. introduction. Who is Mongezi? Where are you currently based? And just in brief, what are you currently doing? Name is Mongezi. The name is Majewe. Um, I'm from in South Wild Triangle. Um, I'm currently doing my final year in BSc Chemistry and Chemical Technology at UKZN, Kimby Campus. I'm a house DJ producer slash men's rights activist slash um, cologne collector slash a lot of things that I cannot even mention. Just a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wow. You're a man of many talents. Um, I like that. I like that. So I'm glad you brought up this whole thing of you being a DJ, which is pretty cool. So how... Tell me more about it. Like, what type of uh, music are you into and how did you get involved in that while being a scientist? How does that even work? Firstly, uh, before I got into DJing and stuff, right, um, there were people who were actually DJs around my area, you know, even in the entertainment uh, industry, like it was back like years ago, you know, I had people that I actually looked up to you know, the likes of uh, DJ Fresh, the likes of uh, Mosquito, the likes of um, the late Capsela, you know, uh, the likes of uh, DJ Christos, even like international acts like uh, Louis Vega, Ocean Lade, etc. You know, so if, mm. if you see a DJ, right, you see like, okay, this person is playing music and the effect the music has on the crowd or the people, you know, it's it's magical, you know, and how they actually um, 
spinning the whole thing, mixing, juggling and stuff, you know. It's like transitioning from one song to another. That was magical for me, you know what I mean? So, and the effect it had on the crowd. So I'm like, okay, I want to be in that position because one thing I've seen is me, for example, you know, I'm not, I'm not really good at dancing. So in my mind, I was like, okay, let me be the guy who makes people dance, you know what I mean? <laughs> so um, yeah. my, my DJ, right. uh, my eventually yeah, DJ, yeah. I started off as a reggae and dancehall DJ. I got into the dancehall music, Jamaican, you know, music. That's when I got into it. And um, as time went by, um, I fell in love a lot with, you know, deep house, house music, you know, I started collecting music in 2015, you know, independently, not from other people, downloading music, you know, downloading mixes, you know, listening to different types of house music and everything. And I got into an interest again in music, which is producing music, making beats and stuff. So I started collecting uh, sound samples, uh, I started downloading audio uh, softwares, I started uh, downloading music making, uh, beat making softwares, I started downloading um, different tools, music making tools, like software tools and everything. So up until now, I've been, I've been, I've been making music, but it's my projects are not yet released. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're still in the pipeline. Yes, 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 yes. But I do have some mixes. I do have some mixes and some uh, tracks that I have actually made on SoundCloud. Okay, that's so exciting. So what's your DJ name? Okay, it's so obvious. <laughs> the mad scientist. That's that's my stage name. <laughs> Uh, okay i see i see i see how that works yeah because i was like is it could it be or i was thinking something as the chemist or something i don't know but um i like how you linked those two things together there's already a guy named Kenny. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it's fine. We'll we'll stick. We like the the mad scientist too. We like the mad scientist too. And uh, uh, speaking of your science, right? Um, here you are now blending the two. You're producing. Your um, your DJing and the science. But before all of that, I think it's important for us to understand how do you get into how do you get into the sciences? Is it something that you always wanted to do? Or was it something, you know, that just kind of happened and you're like, oh, I'm here. Okay. Well, the thing is, um, back in in primary school, like I was really, 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 really good in natural sciences, right? And natural sciences, geography and history, social sciences related subjects. I was actually good at that. Uh, even maths, I was actually good in maths too, because I remember in 2003, I won the, the district uh, numeracy challenge. And when I was writing that paper, I was actually very sick. I was sick and fatigued, and I was like eight years old. And it was after I lost my dad. And yeah, when I was writing that, I was really sick, wrote the paper, and I uh, scored the highest. So I didn't wow. really, yeah, at, at that tender age or that, you know, age, I was not really, really uh, aware that, you know, there was a scientist in me and stuff. 
So um, when I got to high school, I think after, when I was in grade nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also good in natural sciences, but you know, I was just in high school. Well, I didn't know what else happened. It was going to happen after, you know, when I got into grade 10, 11, 12, and after high school, I did just, I was clueless on which path to take or what to do. So there were horrifying stories about meds and science. That, okay, meds and science was hard, you see. Mm. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I have to the history the history is easy so let me go and do the histories so there was this uh test that we write annually i think it's called now called anna for grade nines so that test um it's, it's the one that determines which uh, stream of subjects you're gonna take when you proceed to grade 10. so we wrote the test and there was i was placed in medicine science Right. Okay. I was there. Mm-hmm. And I did really bad in grade 10. <laughs> I failed physical <laughs> science. I failed physical science. It was really bad. You know, and yeah. meds, I got an average mark. It was terrible. You know. And this is what I did. Um, the fact that I was being placed in that stream of um, subjects or allocated to that, I thought, oh, you know, man, this, it's not something that was done, you know, mistakenly, you know, I'm actually really, really good at this. It's just that how I study is an amount of time that I spend, you know, it's not really, you know, like much of it's not invested in my studies. So, that year, which was 2011, yeah. um, there, there was a friend of mine who was in grade 11 and he was really, really good in maths and physical science. So I spent the whole festive season and and what I did was I spent the whole festive season with him going to his place, doing maths every day, doing maths and physics every day, doing maths and physics every day. And when I went to grade 11, I became one of the best students in math and science. And the confidence came, right? Okay. Wow. I'm really good marks now, right? Grade 12, same thing, you know. So in physical sciences, which is my favorite subject, I was really, really good in chemistry. Though I did love physics, Mm -hmm. but I was really good in chemistry. The chemistry part of it, that's where I actually, you know, my A's would actually come from the chemistry part, you know. So that's that was the motivation behind me choosing chemistry. But I wanted to do chemical engineering. So I was not accepted that following year. After matric, I was not accepted at grades. So I took a gap year. And 2014, I took a gap year. And 2015, I started my first year at my first university. So that's where I started to do computer science and mathematics, which I didn't really like. But I enjoyed mathematics more than, you know, programming. And yeah, I pushed into second year and then dropped it. 2017, took a gap year. And then 
during that year, just during 2017, like, you know, there was a lot of reflection to do. There was a lot of introspection. And like, you know, I needed this, you know. And while I was there thinking, you know, looking at my life and you know, looking at my past and my present and, you know, um, mm. upcoming future, I was like, you know what? Chemistry, mm. maybe it's something that I... That was this thing for me to do because I read a lot more on cosmology and I read a lot more on um, uh, the works of Stephen Hawking, Roger Penrose, all these uh, physicists, and I read a lot of their work and everything. And one thing that I picked from that is that you know the universe actually um, determines um, what we become when to die, when to get married, when to finish your studies, what you're going to become. So it's already predetermined. So basically, I'm like, okay, if this is what I'm supposed to do, then let me do it. So that's how it came about that I became, you know, a chemist. Because I've always loved chemistry. So looking at my past and how good I was in chemistry, I'm like, okay, Basically, design mm. and at, at most, because uh, I have a friend of mine who's doing engineering, it's more technical, you know. Mm. And whenever we're having conversations, I'd be abstract, I'd be talking about these abstract, abstract con- concepts. And the guy would like, Why don't you go and do science, you know? And based on how others, you know, view me and how I view myself, you know, immediately when I actually found the correlation between the two. That's when, you know, I decided to make this decision of actually becoming a chemist. That's basically it. But um, knowing that, uh, you know, um, knowing that uh, I was going to be a scientist, uh, I never really knew that I'd be here today and be doing science and everything. It's just something that I realized as I go and as I you know, experience, you know, the harshness of life. But I knew as as I like as as as, as I grow so, and after going through what I went through, I'm like science is what I um, I can't do anything else besides science. You know, do I do have other things that I am actually good at, but but something in which I can apply my um, crystallized intelligence on is science. Uh, you know? uh. Yeah. Yeah, wow, what a story and what a journey. I appreciate how you've been so open and honest about the fact that it wasn't very straight. It had a lot of twists and turns. And I think sometimes when people see somebody at a particular stage, um, be it you in your final year, they assume that everything was smooth sailing and it's not. And I think those twists and turns, those failures, those great chain moments where you didn't do well or when you didn't get accepted into the university that you wanted to, I think those were obvious lessons that you've you are able to learn from and it's it's really great that you 
that you've taken a positive twist and you went back to what you love because it's it's very hard i mean it's very brave not a lot of people would be like i'm going to quit my degree and start from scratch again you know because i want to do what i want to do so i think that that goes to show that there's no point in doing something for the sake of just doing it um it's better when you do something that you have and when you make such decisions in your life, right? Um, you're gonna get a lot of like negative feedback from a lot of people that are actually around you, you know, friends, family, and stuff. Because I went through a lot, you know, I went through a lot of um, hey, it was a lot, you know, being called a failure, being called a lot of these things. But I stepped up, I'm like, you know what, I choose mm. me, I choose myself, and I choose my mm. destiny you know as people we choose our own destiny because one thing i know is that you know in, in, in life you grow older your parents won't be there you know your friends won't be there you outgrow your friends you meet new people you know you meet new friends you make new friends because i've had friends in primary they're not here anymore i've made i've made friends in high school i've made friends in varsity they're still not here so I've met new people, I've met new friends. So at most we have to prioritize on growth. You know, growth it's 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 essential. You know, that's that's what makes us as people. You know, and what uh what is the the, the, the driving mechanism behind growth is this experience, whether good or bad experience, yeah. that's the mechanism behind. Yeah, experience. definitely, definitely. You've summed it, you've summed it up so nicely, and I love that. So you, like you said, you are in your final year, um, and you're doing chemistry, specifically chemical technology, yeah. chemistry and chemical technology. Now, for somebody who has no idea what, or we have like a little brief little idea, but we don't know exactly. Can you just give us an overview in terms of what you do, what your whole degree involves and why you love what you do so much? Okay. Um, chemistry um, is basically uh, the study of matter from uh, molecular and atomic uh, perspective. So what, what happens that everything that you find in, in, in our surroundings, which is matter, every material, everything, you know, anything that you can imagine, it's actually made through um, studies. Like, you know, when you actually create a material before it's made, you know, the, 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 like the, the studies, you know, molecular, atomic, studies that involve um, the examination of it, you know. For example, if, if you look at um, the type of um, food we have, right, the different flavorings, the different uh, preservatives, those are mostly mm. synthesized compounds, you know what I mean? So how mm. did we know mm. that? This particular compound, if you add it on this, it will actually give you this scent, this scent of smell. Or if you add this compound, it will preserve uh, the quality of this food yeah. for a particular period. You know, how do we know that? It's through chemistry. The chemical properties of everything. You know, them, like if you look at uh, the the um, the fuel, for example, you know, cars. You know. 
that has mm. been synthesized, you know, in you know large batches. But before, you know, that is synthesized or that is considered to be applicable of use. You know, we study the chemical properties of the compounds that you find there that give it that uh, particular property, you know, which is it can be combusted, it can, you know, you can burn uh, uh, fuel. How? Because the compounds that are contained there that are actually enabling it to have that, that particular property. See, so chemistry is is broad. It's applicable in different things. Um, no, I understand. It's so basically, essentially, rather, it's very, very broad. It's not just when it's not just um, one thing like where we assume it's just people in the lab. It involves a whole lot of things in our day to day life, basically, as well. But when I checked, uh, most of the okay, most of the research focus in uh, in chemistry, especially. Uh, Postdoc, postgrad, like most of my professors, you know, they work with people from agriculture and life sciences. You know, like uh, one of my very close uh, mentors and professor, Professor Ackerman, has a patent. Has a patent for cancer drug. See, and some of the researchers in chemistry they're working with mm-hmm. uh, people in uh, life sciences microbiology agriculture you know so most of our focus it's mainly on uh, problem solving so it's interesting and i would like to solve a lot of problems too okay that's 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 pretty exciting and i love how you are excited about this field so you mentioned that you are in your last year your final year. So I want to know, what are your future aspirations? What do you want to continue studying further? Um, or do you want to work? So ideally, what would be the perfect plan? Okay, initially, um, I wanted to work. Or, yeah, I wanted to work. Go to the industry. But I just realized that, you know, there's more to know. And I want to know more, that's the thing, you know, I want to know more. So the fact that I want to know more, um, basically, uh, that, you know, pushes me to make a decision to, you know, be in academia. So um, I'm planning to do my honors next year and further into master's and God willingly further into PhD. So I wanna I like I wanna I wanna work as a as a as a, as a researcher. So yeah, basically I, I wanna be in academia and research. Awesome, awesome. Okay, cool. Now I wish you all of the best in your journey. Um as you come up and in these different levels as into academia and research, I'm sure it will, it will be nothing short uh, (laughs) of, of its own stories as well, good and bad, but I think it's essential and it's great that you have, um, you have this sort of idea of where you want to see yourself. You've got the the goal. And I think that can help you during the bad moments to kind of persevere mm-hmm. through. So which is which is really, really 
uh, exciting. And then one day we'll be calling you Dr. DJ, the mad scientist or something. I don't know. Obviously we'll find oh, a name yeah. that works. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, you know, this this music part of me is just for you know relaxation and stuff. Some sometimes it's like it's 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 really good to relax. So it it, it actually helps, you know. So I mostly you know exploit it for my relaxation. Yeah. No, I support yeah. that. I feel like you shouldn't feel bad that you have a whole side of you. I think it's very important for us to yeah. have a thing that is not necessarily related to the science that we do. You are more than just a scientist mm-hmm. and you doing all of this stuff shows people that you can be more you can be more. You're not limited. You're not limited and um exactly. yeah, and just mm-hmm. just to expand further on that you mentioned earlier that you are also a, a men's rights activist. So again, here you are, you're more than just yeah. a scientist. So just touching on that briefly, yeah. I want to know um, what sort of work do you do when you when you in this type of work and how did you get involved in it? Actually interact a lot with my fellow man, my mates, like daily. No, um, the, the the sole um, purpose of being a men's rights okay. activist was to actually look at my surroundings, especially back at home. You know, um, a lot of people who are most likely to drop out of school. It's men, it's boys, you know. The most people who are affected, affected by the drug epidemic, it's boys, and nobody cares, you know. Nobody speaks to them, nobody reaches out to them. The most people that I know, I've actually lost two friends, you know, from mm. suicide, mm. you know what I mean? Two friends. One was, a, both of them were great fathers, they had kids, you know, they were great fathers to their kids, you know, and one of them uh, just graduated mm. with his honors degree in information technology and he was working you know and he he has a son and you know basically all of that was like okay um, nobody speaks so to sorry. men nobody speaks to men you know what i mean i what what i do i do more than speaking for men but speaking to men encouraging men to be better encouraging men to you know focus on themselves focus on their goals so that they could become great and better community leaders, you know, because if you can check society today, society is a mess, you know, because why because men are not men anymore. Men have regressed in so many ways. So encouraging men to be in touch with the positive masculinity is something that will actually save society and, you know, allow men to lead. You know, when men lead, you know, when men are much more focused on the purposes, you know, things like femicide, things like, you know, violence, GBV, all of those things will be eliminated. Essentially, when we save men, we basically save women and children, we basically save society. So the reason why everything is in shambles is because men are not men anymore. So that's what I actually speak for. That's what I advocate for, positive masculinity. Men to become great, you know, because when men become great, because that's the type of men that women want to be with are great men, you know, men of value, men of high value. So the reason why is like a lot of tension between the two sets, men and women, is because 
all of the men are no longer positively masculine. So encouraging men to be in touch with that, basically women are getting the type of men they aspire to be with. Yeah. That's basically, yeah. Wow, that's so, that's so inspiring. And I think it's such important work because, um, dare I say that sometimes men do feel neglected by society um and as a as a result you know a lot of negative things happen so it's really good that you are seeing that and you're like you know what i'm going to take charge and help my fellow men and it's it's very inspiring i i really commend you on that work and it's so so important it's so so important to to affirm um young black men as well because you know sometimes they do feel very forgotten and and a lot of negative things happen yeah you know a lot of a lot of young black men especially where i come from you know um being involved in there's like it's like a lot of uh, uh violence going on it's like a lot of gang 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 violence and everything that's actually taking place there it's mostly boys that are involved it's mostly boys who die you know what i mean so if one boy from a family or a son dies from that a son dies, you know, one family has already lost a leader, you know, because that person, because I know a lot of my friends and a lot of mm-hmm. my high schoolmates that too, they are not, are no more because of drug abuse, because of HIV, you know, that involved, because, you know, most of them are hooked on Nyope, and Nyope, you know, there's like this way at which, you know, they actually use a blood transfusion. So there's like a lot of reinfection, infection amongst themselves and everything. So a lot of, yeah. some of them have died, you know, from you know, AIDS, some of them have died from um, overdose and everything. So a lot of these guys, I knew them personally, and, and a lot of these guys were aspiring to become great things me you know, some of them still have dreams you know and some of them when they see me you know they will tell me I'm kind of like, oh, hey you know you inspire me and everything you know I'm hooked on this I don't know how to get out of any pains me the fact that at at that moment I'm I'm in a position where I don't have means and power to actually try and like to actually change this person's life. You know, I can say you know positive things to this person, but immediately when I walk away and he walks the other way, he's going back to his reality. I'm going back to my reality. You know what I mean? So I feel bad for the fact that there was nothing tangible or something practical that I would have done to actually get this person out of, you know, this uh, the situation that they're in. So one thing I aspire to be is to be great and not just be great, you know. My greatness has to impact those that actually surrounding me. My greatness or my achievements have to um, have to empower those who are from you know my community so yeah i'm basically i'm basically like here being here and i'm basically a representative of my community to a certain extent so that has been the drive and the push you know mm. yeah not just becoming great for me but for my people too 
I'm saying uh, that has been the drive behind, you know, me pushing, you know, because my greatness is, is not just, you know, like my achievements won't actually be about me, but would actually, they would actually be, you know, um, a representation of where I come from. You know, my achievement is, 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 is an achievement for my people, you know, my community at large. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I got goosebumps. <laughs> that's that's so inspiring and I love and I love how you are so passionate. I can actually hear it in your voice and it's oh, it's so sad. It's really really sad, but I really love how positive that you are that your story, your your story will be you know, can can motivate somebody and you being where you are is not only just for you and oh man what a what a powerful way to end of this whole entire thing like I'm, <laughs> I'm i'm so thankful for our conversation thank you thank you thank you so much for coming on and for being so open and for being so honest and sharing about your journey and all of the things that you're so passionate about and i honestly wish you all of the best not only in your academic career but also in this that maybe you'll find the support because i know you said that it was very difficult for you to just say to give somebody words of, of affirmation i don't know be it the financial support or some backing with other people where you can do something a little bit more tangible um in this work and i and i honestly believe you're going to do so many amazing things so thank you for coming on once again uh, thank you so much for giving me a platform to share you know uh, my experiences you know thoughts perspectives you know aspirations and everything that like, thank you so much for this I'm grateful. <laughs> Perfect. It's it was a great pleasure. And for everybody else who's listening, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Root of the Suns podcast with your girl and with an E. Until next time, goodbye.